Hello and welcome to the mini finance sessions uh, with Tim Webb, Tom Senegals, and your part-time host for today, Henry Elliston. Um, it was my birthday last week, so I couldn't make it, and I'm going to Cornwall next week for, for a weekend, so um, I won't be around then. So I'm hosting today, and hopefully we have five minutes of scintillating tidbits um, on the coronavirus and how the economy is going to fare um, coming out of coronavirus and, and what we're seeing and what we think might happen in the, in the future. Um, so to kick things off, Tim, have you, have you seen anything or got any feelings about what we're going to be doing with coronavirus and, and getting the economy moving uh, when, when the vaccine comes along or maybe before? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, starting off sort of non-market related, non-tax related, all that sort of stuff, something I've noticed just from chatting to clients and, and new clients and that sort of thing. It's people sort of taking on this view of what I've dubbed sort of micro protectionism, um, where you know everyone has been forced to spend so much time at home, etc. I think a lot of people have been more focused on or appreciating the need to sort of um, take care of themselves, you know, both from a health perspective, clearly, but um, obviously, everyone, I don't know, more clients than not I've spoken to have completely revamped and over all their gardens and all that sort of stuff. It's just it's just a case of making sure that your nest your nest egg, et cetera, is, is looked after. I think that will continue moving moving forward. Um, you know, no matter what happens to the economy side, I think the sort of societal, um, I think that will be quite quite key moving forward, which is a nice thing. I think it's a nice thing to refocus people's perspectives because ultimately that's that's what matters really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's something which I've noticed is from chatting to people. It's been said quite a lot, I think, in well, just generally that people won't, People's feelings are now that they won't go back to the office, certainly in the same way that they did before. So, you know, whereas we all we all now know that we can use Zoom to to have meetings with our clients and, and each other. Um, actually, a lot of us will now just want to carry on working from home. And actually, I think that's got a huge amount. That's got huge benefits, hasn't it, in terms of family life and spending more time at home with the children and what have you, walking your dog and not having to sit on a on a smelly old train commuting into London. Um, but it, but of course it does. I mean, it does throw up the the question of what happens to to youngsters who still need to go into the the conurbations to get trained, and of course what happens to those guys who want to go out and socialise at night. Um, and it's fine for me because I'm an old fuddy duddy, as I believe we were talking about last week, with a wife and kids at home. But I certainly remember back in my twenties, uh, Tim. I can remember that long ago. Um, that actually after 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 a, a long week at work, I did quite fancy going out to the pub with my mates um, and I just Those wonder how that then, how <laughs> I wonder how we see that moving forward because I don't you know the the bars the bars aren't going to have as many people in them like I suspect in the future I think um from speaking to people who've um actually been working from home pre-lockdown I think they find this that's still going into the office a couple of days a week does help them in terms of getting other projects done and, and other things. So I think, I think there'll be a hybrid, but I think it is making people realize what's, what's most important. You're never going to look back at the end of your life and think, thank God I've got a really good title on my business card. It's, it's, um, there's, there's more to life than that. And I think that's what, uh, I think as much as we focus on financial planning, ultimately the end goal is to get people to, to do things with their money rather than just leaving a big pile of cash and I think um, I think it's been a good time for people to kind of think about what's actually important to them why am I working why am I doing these things and um, 
yeah, really focus on build, building a better life rather than just uh, uh, having sort of fixated ideas about I need X in my pension or Y in my ISA. Have you done your garden then, Tom? Have you stopped fixating on your ISA savings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not so green-fingered despite um, having a summer job. Uh, we we're, were talking about my many jobs beforehand um i did spend a summer gardening but um realized i'm not very good at it um so uh yeah uh, time is money i guess what else to do my garden <laughs> no, me. Yeah. one of the articles i read over the weekend was um was addressing how dishy wishy as i believe he's now uh, commonly known is um is is going to to try to pay off um this new um burden of, of debt that he's taking on given that the the Tory manifesto promised that they wouldn't increase income tax VAT or national insurance contributions do you guys got any any thoughts as to uh, which taxes are going to be uh, pushed up and by how much well I think it's um, um, yeah I think they've they've kind of tied themselves to the master a little, little bit haven't they you, if you, if, you, if you say you can't change any of these taxes, then I don't know. It's all great putting that in a manifesto, but it proves just like um, just like with assets. If you put all your eggs in one basket and think it, everything's going to stay the same, then sure as anything, something else will come along and kind of ruin that idea. So I think they'll either break the manifesto pledge and in some ways they've got enough political capital to do so, given, given the climate. Um, but... Um, uh, otherwise, they're going to come for things like like CGT or capital gains tax. I think they'll be able to, though, just because of the exceptional circumstances. You know, I think, uh, yeah, I think Mark, who are the foresight to know that any any of this sort of nonsense was going to involve in this year? I think they'll be able to do within reason. You know, go back on what they said they were going to do or do what they want, really, um, and just say, you know, look, we need to do this because of what you know the, the, the response that we've had to give. Um, personally, but um, yeah, CGT, change the CGT. I mean, I think that's arguably a bit of a long time coming because you know the system has been set up for so long now for uh, wealth, existing wealth, to be taxed far less than um, those who are trying to build capital, i.e., income tax has been you know, much higher historically than capital gains tax. Um, so, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, you could argue with, with capital gains tax. Well, actually, I mean, even I was about to say, with the exception perhaps of second properties, but but even perhaps not accepting those, a lot of the wealth that you've generated uh, from those gains has come from pre-taxed money. You know, certainly if you're going to save money into a unit trust, that that might just be additional money that you're saving every month because your your income is sufficient and you're you're sufficiently prudent not to spend everything that you earn. So why then, in much the same way that inheritance tax is the same thing, should you then have a double whammy of tax? just for being prudent and saving mm. it'd be interesting to see how much increasing cgt capital gains tax will will actually have an effect i think it's it's a bit like the the additional rate tax increasing it from 45 to 50 percent doesn't actually make a, a big difference in the finances and i think um sometimes there's um Sometimes these are done for political manoeuvring rather than anything actual sensible. And I think there has been some criticism of some of the some of the um, recent policy decisions. Uh, uh, admittedly, though, they, they all seem quite quite short term. But um, 
yeah, I think it, CGT is pretty low, but it's very hard to pay CGT um, as it is if you're if you're investing in say a diversified portfolio because you've got sufficient allowances between yourself and maybe a partner. Um, and if you're harvesting it every year, like we do for our clients, then CGT is not too much much of a problem. Um, but it is one of the lower lower rates. Whether they put it back up to what it was in line with um, CGT on property, that, that might be something something they do. Or even yeah, work and align it with income tax rates. Yeah, like, that'd be yeah. Which would be a big deal, isn't it? 20, 40 or forty-five percent. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I think it's really interesting. It'd be really interesting to see when the, the budget. I think is in in October, isn't it? So, be really interesting to see what. What Rishi Rishi decides whether or not it's capital gains tax or income tax. Um, but you'll just you'll just see people go back into bonds, both onshore and offshore, and and just do the roll up and, and pay it over time. Or um, it, it's not. Um, I don't know. An investment I, bond, to be clear, rather than a than a than a government bond. Premium bond. Yeah. Or premium bond. <laughs> Yeah, although premium bonds, uh, I've just noticed cash cash accounts have actually gone down. Uh, previous accounts that were pie paying like Marcus have all kind of come off the boil. And actually, premium bonds doesn't sound like too too bad a shelter these days. I never thought I'd be saying saying that, but um, yeah, well, um, chance of winning a million pounds. And if they do, Tom, presumably you're the man to come to with their winnings and um, and ask for how best to invest them. Yeah, any um, any premium bond winners who'd like to uh, make contact, please do. And and equally, if if I win a million pounds, I will share ten pounds each with both of you. Thanks very much. <laughs> and on that bombshell, uh, <laughs> um, should we? Should, I think we'll leave it there for this week. Um, I've gone to silent on mine, so I don't know if this computer's working right now. But but provided it is, um, thanks very much for listening. Any comments? Please, please do um, pop them in the box below. Um, I'm to see it. And, um, and hopefully Tom and Tim will have a, a wonderful, insightful uh, five minutes for you all next week.